You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. We're at the beginning of the first chapter of Shukalim. And we're going to get into a questions as to who needs to give. And it might be useful just to recap on the verses that we looked at the other day. The verses from Kitiso. Because they're very specific. Kitisai, the Rosh Israel, when you take a census of the people of Israel, for the counting, every ish, every man, has to give the atonement for his soul. So this seems to apply, in terms of the biblical verse, it seems to apply to men, not to women. And it only seems to apply to those who are counted. And the the verse goes on to say, everyone who passes the census. Everyone who passes the census. From 20 years old, will give the truma, will give the census. It seems as though you have to be a man and you have to be over 20, and you have to be in the census in order to be liable to give. Let's just try to hold these three things in our minds as we get re- as we revisit the Mishnah. We're on the third Mishnah. And we're going to start with the timeline, by the way, just as we did in Pesachim. So on the 15th of the month, that's the 15th of Adar. We're halfway through the month. Well, two weeks away from when the money is needed. Money changers would sit in the province. Well, the, the text says, and I've translated that as in the province. But we don't really know what the province is. Rambam would say, means in Jerusalem. And most other commentators say it will actually refer to any other city in the land of Israel. We're not sure. But anyway, on the 15th, the money changes are there. Why is that? Well, we need to contribute a half shekel. But if someone doesn't have exactly a half shekel, they'll need to change money. And on the 25th, they'd, send, they'd sit in the temple. So by the 25th, this is getting urgent. We need to collect the money. So they're sitting in the temple, so you can come to the temple, you with bringing whatever coinage you like, and you can get your half shekel. Mishi Yashvubamidash, and once they're sitting in the temple, he trilu le mashken at me. He trilu le mashken. So once they're sitting in the temple, they they begin to take pledges. So you don't necessarily have to pay up front. For people who can't pay up front or who don't want to pay up front, they will give a pledge. And actually, it appears they're going to go out to people who live locally and they're going to demand pledges, even if those people don't come to the temple. So from the 25th, they're taking pledges for donations. This sounds not very different, actually, from a modern campaign, from a modern funds collection campaign. At me, Mamashkanin. So who do they take pledges from? So, Levim, Veisraelim, Gerim, Vavadim, Shukharim, Avalonashim, Vavadim, Kutanim. 
So then who do we take pledges from? And that means who is liable to pay the half shekel from Levites and Israelites, converts and freed slaves, but not women. Remember we said that you have to be a man and you have to pass the census. Not women or slaves or minors. And the Mishnah just adds, If a minor has a father who started to pay the shekel on his behalf, then okay, he doesn't discontinue. And for the sake of peace, because of the ways of peace, we don't take pledges from the priests. So this Mishnah seems to suggest that priests are liable. But we don't go out and take a pledge from them because of the ways of peace. You know, the priests are working in the temple. We trust them. They're part of the temple service. We're not going to go out and chase them for the half shekel that they are due, even though they are due to pay the half shekel. At least that is the view in this Mishnah. But let's carry on going. Let's carry, let's carry on going. Amar Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yudah said, Eid ben Bukri, Biyavne, Kol Kohen, Ben Bukhari testified at Yavne that a priest who pays is not a sinner. What does that mean? What's Ben Bukhari talking about? As far as Ben Bukhari is concerned, a priest is actually fundamentally not required to pay at all. It's not just that we don't levy a pledge from the priest. The priest is not required. He can do it voluntarily, but he doesn't have to pay. And why not? Well, we said in order to be liable to pay, you need to pass the census. And we know, by the way, that the, the Kohanim were not included in the, actually the Levi'im and the Kohanim were not included in the sentence, in the census. In that sense, in that census carried out in Shemot, only the people who were essentially able to go out to war were included. And there was a completely separate count for the Levi'im. So maybe the priests aren't liable. But Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai disagrees. Now let's just remember for a sec, who is Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai? He's the Chacham who has exited Jerusalem hidden in a coffin after the Romans have laid siege and he's gone to Yavne. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai is setting up the post, if you like, the post um, he's setting up Jewish life after the temple. Jewish life where the role of the Kohen is, is kind of very much changed. And Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai says, law, law, law key, doesn't, that's not how it works. A priest who doesn't pay the shekel is a sinner. And by the way, the Kohanim are interpreting scripture, are twisting scripture to their own ends. They're expounding this verse for their own financial benefit. And then they say, Every meal offering of the priest shall be Every meal offering of the priest shall be holy burnt. Lot teachal. So when the when a normal person brings a meal offering, some of it is available to the priest to be eaten, but when the priest brings the meal offering, 
It's completely burned. It's not eaten. So, priests' offerings can't be eaten. So what about the Omer and the two loaves and the showbread? Shelanu. Now, we know, the priest knows, by the way, that these are eaten. These, the, the, the Omer and the two loaves and the showbread are absolutely eaten by the priests. And yet, they're from our contributions. So, how, well, he, rhetorically, they ask, how can they be eaten? But what they really mean is, look, we're not going to contribute to the temple offerings because if we contribute, we're going to contribute to the Omer and the two loaves and the showbread, and we know that contributions from priests can't be eaten. Therefore, the, the contributions don't include contributions from us. That's the drush from the priests. And Rabbi Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai doesn't like it at all. And this is expanded in the Jerusalem Talmud in Shkalim. Amar Rabbi Yudah Ha'id, etc. Rabbi Yudah said, uh, said that um, all this testimony was made. Amar Rabbi Brachia, this, Amar Rabbi Brachia, Ta'amed Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, Ze Yitznu. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai's reasoning was this they shall give this refers to the 12 tribes all 12 tribes have to give i'm not sure we totally understand how he drushes 12 tribes from z but the intent is clear and then they expand the pasuk says the verse says we revive everyone who who crosses the census has to give the half shekel and now there's a dispute between Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Nehemiah. And one of them said, everyone who crossed the sea shall give. Called Yama Yitem. Everyone who is included in the miracle of the Red Sea has to contribute to the temple offerings. And the other said, um, and, and the other said, called Avar al Al Pikudaya Yiten. The other said, everyone who crosses the count shall give. Okay, everyone who crosses the sea shall give. That, that line of reasoning supports Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. Anyone who says everyone who's counted shall give, that supports Ben Kovri, who takes the opposite view. And there's a fundamental issue at stake here about effectively the responsibility you know, what are the responsibilities of the Kohanim? Or what are the responsibilities of the, the, you know, the priestly classes after the destruction of the temple? And Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai is clearly saying, look, if you're part of the people of Israel, if you cross the Red Sea, you're due to make a contribution. And Ben Kovri says, no, 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 the priestly status remains. And perhaps this disagreement between Rabbi Yochanan and Ben Zakkai and Ben Kovri is what lies behind the stage in the Mishnah that we don't go after the Kohanim for pledges because of Darkei Shalom, because of the ways of peace. Perhaps, you know, there's a, there's a reflection of the fact that this argument hasn't been completely settled yet. And maybe it's not, you know, even settled in, you know, to the current day. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.